Okay, so welcome back. What I want to do now in this video is I want to go over how the fluoroquinolones kill bacteria, kill bacteria and kill you. So we're going to be going over into a lot of mitochondria, mitochondria dysfunction. How does fluoroquinolones actually affect mitochondria? And you'll get a full understanding of what mitochondria do, where they're, where they're located and why they're so significant in your body to make sure that you actually have uh, healthy mitochondria. <clears throat> So here's here's a, a bacteria, okay? So we have different classes of antibiotics, and each class does uh, something different. It attacks the bacteria in a different way. So I'm really just going to go over the cell wall because everyone's really kind of familiar with this one right here, like uh, you know penicillin. So you know, back in the day when they actually discovered penicillin, well, how does penicillin actually work? It actually works on the cell membrane of the bacteria. So it destroys the cell membrane, and anytime you destroy the cell membrane, obviously the bacteria cannot can continue and survive. Then what happened, then there's this new class of antibiotics came onto the market, and these are the fluoroquinolones. Now, you'll remember that the fluoro here rep represents that they have a fluoride attached to the molecule. And if you haven't seen this video, you're going to want to back, go back and watch this so you kind of understand. So the clear distinction is that these fluoroquinolones now attack the DNA of the bacteria. Now this, I cannot stress this more. Back in day... The very simple penicillin, right, penicillin uh, antibiotics would attack the cell wall and destroy the cell wall. Then what happened is these, these bacteria became resistant. They, they developed resistance to these, to, these, to these antibiotics, right? So then we developed these things called fluoroquinolones, which attack the DNA. And what happens is when they attack the DNA, every cell in your body has DNA, Every cell, every mitochondria has DNA in it. So the DNA is what tells that thing what to do. So if you can't make DNA, if you cannot replicate your DNA, whatever, wherever that DNA is in at, that thing is going to die. It's going to start to malfunction. It's not going to, it's not going to produce what it should because the DNA is very poor. Now, if you imagine this, if you take a copy of a copy of a copy and the thousandth copy, that copy is going to be very unclear. You're not going to be able to read it. Why? Because there's a thousand copies on the original copy, on, on the original copy. Now, what happens is when you have DNA problems here, right, the DNA that's replicated is very poor and eventually the bacteria is going to end up dying. So this is the distinction with the DNA replication. So here, this is the mechanism of fluoroquinolone. So this is the DNA. So you can see this is a medication here, like the fluoroquinolone. So it comes in and it attacks this site right here. Okay, I don't want to get too technical on you right here. But it comes in here and it attacks the DNA and it inhibits DNA replication. So therefore, if the DNA cannot replicate, then therefore the bacteria is going to die. Basically, real simple. Now, the fluoride molecule is what allows this to get in there, and it has a high affinity for the DNA in the bacteria. So what this is here is this is a picture of a bacteria right here. 
And again, this is the mechanism. And you can see how the DNA uh, of the bacteria is just kind of like hanging out, right? It's just kind of sprinkled all over in the bacteria. So the fluoroquinolone penetrates the cell membrane very, very easily. And then it attaches onto the DNA and stops the DNA replicating. Therefore, the bacteria is going to end up dying. Now, what I want to do at this point is you can see the mitochondria here. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to jump to one slide. You see this is the bacteria and this is the mitochondria. So what the research shows is that um, bacteria are mitochondria in our body. So, you know, I'm not, I don't want to get in a big, you know, philosophy um, debate here, but there's been research that shows that at one time mitochondria were bacteria. So in other words, in the evolutionary chain, is that the bacteria became beneficial in humans and became mitochondria. So what does this mean? That means that bacteria and mitochondria are very, very similar. Okay, so just another reference point, this is bacteria. You see how they look pretty much the same. It's kind of a fuzzy slide. You see, this is the mitochondria. They look pretty much the same. They're pretty much the same size. The mitochondria, or this is the DNA, is pretty much similar. The bacteria and the mitochondria reproduce in exactly the same way. They kind of split off and start reproducing. So there's lots of research that bacteria are now mitochondria in humans. Therefore, that the mitochondria, right, the mitochondria have very similar uh, qualities as bacteria. So now let's get back to the cell, and this is you, you're, you're literally, uh, you have a hundred trillion cells, you're literally a spirit in a cellular being. So why do I bring this up? Okay, you see this, this is the mitochondria right here. You literally have thousands and thousands and thousands of mitochondria per cell. Okay, so let me just say that again. You literally have uh, thousands and thousands of mitochondria per cell. Now, there's more um, organs that have more mitochondria. For example, like the heart, which is always pumping, has the highest quantity of mitochondria. So this is my point here. You see this mitochondria right here? So, uh, so this is the mitochondria. Then we're, we're blowing up the mitochondria right here. And this right here is the, the mitochondria DNA. Okay? So you can see how the mitochondria DNA is just kind of exposed. Now let's contrast this to... This is the cell nucleus, so we're going back to biology, and there's DNA in this area right here. So just to make a point, you have thousands and thousands of mitochondria in, in each cell, and within each mitochondria, you have its own DNA, okay? So, so each mitochondria has its own DNA, just not like one copy, but all this right here, all these are different copies of DNA, so the mitochondria are loaded with, uh, with DNA, and the DNA tells the mitochondria to start working and functioning. So you can see how here, they're just little strings, and they're just really exposed. Now let's take this. This is a blow up here. Let's take this here. We're going to blow up this DNA, because this is the DNA right here. We're going to blow up this DNA right in here. So this is the human DNA in the nucleus. 
So you can see here, this right here, the DNA represents this DNA right here, okay? So, but again, this is the bacteria or mitochondria, and this is human. So you see how tightly packed this is? Look at the, the DNA. You have the gene. You have the DNA. It's packed on these histones, and the histones are packed on each other, and it's very tightly compacted, and then it's wrapped around into a chromosome. So the DNA in the cell nucleus is way, way more safe than DNA sitting in your mitochondria. So this is a critical, critical point. You have DNA in mitochondria, which are very similar to bacteria. So the fluoroquinolones doesn't know between bacteria and your mitochondria. And if your mitochondria are not working, your cell literally dies. And this will affect your DNA replication and will affect the DNA replicating from moving forward. This is why people can have some permanencies involved. So if the DNA is not working in the mitochondria, okay, then the mitochondria cannot produce energy. So this is a normal, this is a normal uh, mitochondria. Now what I want to show you right here is this is the mitochondria and you can see how these, this DNA is just kind of exposed. It's not tightly wound. And on the side of the mitochondria here, you see ATP synthesis. So what is this? This is the big E. This produces energy. Your mitochondria are strictly set up to produce energy. They produce energy of the cell. So, for example, this is why people can get all these weird symptoms because it affects the mitochondria. If the mitochondria doesn't work, that organ's not going to work Properly, So if you have a lot of damage in your central nervous system, you're going to have anxiety. You're going to have depression. You can have uh, heart racing. You can have sweating. You can have all these different neurological problems in your central nervous system because it's affected the mitochondria, which has affected the DNA production. So you can really just see how these the DNA is just like hanging out. So if your DNA gets, if your mitochondria gets affected, um, if your DNA gets affected, your mitochondria gets affected, which at the end of the day will affect energy production, which will affect the cell, which affects the organ, which affects you in general. Now here, I just wanted to show you this right here. This is on the mitochondria. So this here, this cell membrane, this is a membrane of the mitochondria. And in another video, I'll be going over this. But you need good, healthy mitochondria membranes. Because this is where energy is produced. This whole thing right here, this whole chemical reaction is where energy is produced. So if your energy, um, if your cell isn't functioning well, then you can't produce energy. You see these little strings right here? Guess they see that? It's DNA. Mitochondria DNA. Mitochondria DNA. Mitochondria The mitochondria DNA is making sure that like, those cell membranes are healthy. If they're not healthy, guess what? Your energy production goes in the toilet. Here's normal, healthy this is a mitochondria. You see lots of abundant ATP production. Boom. Here we have, this is aging, but you could be being floxed, right? Could be chronic inflammation. There's a million things that will cause the mitochondria to malfunction. Just, just compare and contrast this mitochondria here to here. 
See how the cell membrane is all shriveled up, reduces ATP production, increases free radical damage, which causes more damage, aged cells, aged cells. Now, it could be aged cells from being flexed. I mean, there's tons and tons of reasons that you could have poor mitochondria. And, you know, that's one of the angles that we want to try and address is affixing your mitochondria, getting your mitochondria as healthy as possible. Now, what I want to just show you in here, I want to just show you a bunch of different cells, and you can see that every cell is mitochondria. So this is a neuron. All these green things here are mitochondria, mitochondria, mitochondria. Now, look what happens here is you can see here when a nerve, axon is a nerve, starts to degenerate. You can see here it says low ATP production. This mitochondria is not producing energy like this. This is a healthy mitochondria, high energy production, well cell, well you. Mitochondria that's been damaged by fluoroquinolones is this low production, and then you have a spiral downward case of problems. Here's a nerve cell, just wanna show you. Uh, mitochondria, 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 mitochondria. There's mitochondria in every single cell in your body. There's not one cell that doesn't have mitochondria. And we're talking just not one mitochondria, um, in each cell, we're talking uh, could be hundreds to thousands of cells. Here, this is just a good graph. This shows you the mitochondria, mitochondria. This is kind of showing you some, some muscle stuff here. And then you can see here, this is a damaged mitochondria. You see this right here. This has OROS, um, react reactive oxygen species. Um, oxidative stress is basically what's happening. You can see how this is attached to the mitochondria. The mitochondria are damaged. Energy production goes down. We're here, nice, normal, healthy mitochondria. This is your enterostate. This would be um, a cell in your small intestine. You see this is a little villa. My point here is you can see mitochondria, mitochondria. So if your mitochondria aren't working right, this cell's not working right. Um, you can have malabsorption problems. You can have chronic inflammation. This is where your food is. Your food would sit right out here, right? So if these cells are bad, guess what happens in here is you have food particles. You have food, okay, food that leaks in down here, and you get what we call leaky gut. This is a mucus cell. We have mitochondria, mitochondria. So a lot of people have said their mouth is dry or they have dry eyes because this is actually produces mucus through energy production of the mitochondria. This is a muscle cell. You can see here uh, mitochondria, mitochondria, mitochondria. You can look at, at this right here. Just a, This is like one little fiber cell, mitochondria. So there's just mitochondria all over your, your entire body. So the point of this here is when you, when you take these uh, fluoroquinolones, it is deeply uh, affecting the mitochondria. It's affecting the mitochondria and affecting the DNA. And these medications are very highly absorbable, highly they highly penetrate the membranes, the membranes of your cells, the membranes of your mitochondria, whatever cell we're talking about, it penetrates it very easily. So uh, take care and I hope you found value in this.